Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now. And we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas. You will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Um, all righty, now we're on to South Sydney. <gasps> glory, glory, or a tragic ballad. Oh, shut up, mate. <laughs> uh, okay, attacking stats. The Rabbitohs finished 10th. Defensive stats. The Rabbitohs finished... I'm trying to find them here. Jesus, what's going on here? Can you boys see them? They finished fifth. That's my bad. I wrote South in one and Rabbitohs oh, in the okay. other. That's completely my bad. Yeah, okay. Um, fifth in defence. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's bizarre is like you would have thought that would have been flipped. You would have thought fifth in def- attack. You sure would have. Um, maybe their starter season. Like scary, scary for twenty twenty four. Attack can only get better, and their defence is good. Yep. Okay, South Sydney. Last year, we've all been through it. We've spoken about it. Off field, clearly dramas. Clearly, two different kind of factions in the club believing that the the road to a victory of of winning the season. Um, a different way of getting there. That's all sorted now. They're fully backed, Demetrio. Uh, heading into this year, you know, signings of Whiten, Kepi. Uh, they've lost Cartwright, Knight, uh, Sele, Taff, and Carlo Carlo. I'm extremely excited for the Rabbitohs, but they truly are one of those sides where you go, you have. To, there's always going to be a caveat of as long as the off-field stuff is sorted, they can win the comp. So let's just assume that the off-field stuff is sorted because we're never going to know until we get halfway through the year. When you look at this squad, when you look at the recruits I've got, when, I mean, I love the Kepi recruitment. When you look at, you know, Lachlan Ilias, I know he had a quiet year last year, but he's got another year under his belt. You've got Munro coming through. You've got Talis Duncan. Uh, Cam Murray's in his third year as a captain. Like, this squad is primed to win a premiership and anything less than a top four with this squad, if, as long as they stay injury-free, in my opinion, is a disappointing season. The closer we get to season 2024, the more I think that 2023 might be one of South Sydney's great strengths. Because mm. if they don't shit the bed and they don't get their pants pulled down and get the microscope on them, they go to a prelim, they lose, more of the same. They finish in the top four. You can't, you can't really go too heavy on them. 
done well. They failed massively in 2023, and I'm starting to wonder if it could just be a huge wake-up call. The Broncos. Mate, exactly right. Mm. How embarrassed were the Broncos a couple of years ago? And South Sydney aren't at that point, but I know that, like, South Sydney fans out there are absolutely fuming with what played out last year. I know that Cam Murray was beside himself at the end of last year. I think it just lights a new fire coming into this season. And, you know, if you look back to this time last year, South Sydney were moving from Heffron over to Redfern. They had all the videos. It was all shiny and fantastic and nice. Led to absolutely nothing. Mm. Led to disappointment for them. Uh, I think it's a really good opportunity for JD to reset his team's goals and... I'd come out with a point to prove, not just make another prelim final. Really go for a bounce back this season. Well, as I said in the, the Bloke Chronicle season preview, what I love about the Jackie Wyden signing, we all know what he's going to deliver on the field most likely. We all know that, the physical stuff he's going to bring. He signed for unders to win a comp now. Not in three years, not in five years, not hopefully. He is saying, I could have got way more money at another club could have been comfortable stayed in Canberra I could have squeezed him for every dime no no I'm here to win a comp and that sends a message to the rest of the playing group especially because you know Latrell I mean they're so close they had a little baby wrestle together baby <laughs> I mean that's premiership written all over it blokes wrestling each other at a pub stop it um, so you know how close they are Cody Walker is close with him too so with two key players like Cody Walker and Latrell Mitchell in the squad they wouldn't want to let him down either like I'm sure the conversations they had with Jackie before he came to the club was, mate, if you come, we can win a comp. And so you don't want to let your mate down. And then, then that filters down to the rest of the squad. Because although Ken Murray is the captain, and absolutely rightly so, you know, Latrell and Cody are locker room leaders. You know, these are guys are larger than life players and superstars. And so with, with, that, with that being said, those two guys filter that message down to the rest of the playing group of it's premiership or bust this year. Yeah, and you have a look at, you know, the two experienced guys in this side, Cody Walker, Damien Cook, both signed to 2025. I'm not sure if either play beyond that season. Mm. So Jack arriving now to win a premiership, there's a window there that's closing, I think, because they're going to have, like, it's mm. going to change a lot after. And, I mean, they signed Pete Mamazellis the other day for three years. That's that's putting the bat, bat signal in the air that Damien Cook's career is coming to an yeah. end. Um the next two years are very important for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. So this is a predicted 17. I'm going to add Jackie yep. Whiten in, assuming, like, just pretending that yep. he would be playing. Um, okay. Timmy's predicted uh, 17 is Latrelli Mitt, so that's LM. Uh, Tyrone <laughs> Munro. Uh, Jack Whiten, I assume you have it. Jackie at three. Jackie yeah. at three. G- Campbell, Graham at uh, four. Alex Johnston at five. Walker, Ilias, Kepi starting. Interesting. Damien Cook at nine. Tola at 10, Keon Kolomatangi 11, 12 Jai Arrow, Cam Murray 13, uh, Havili 14, Talis Duncan, Moali, Tommy Burgess at 17. Um, really, really interesting that you had Kepi starting. I am super excited to see their front row rotation because the great Shaq Mitchell, I thought he was quite good for them last year. I thought he improved out of sight. He was actually one of their better forwards for a period there when they were struggling. And... I wonder whether Tom Burgess starts the game because of his experience and you give him that first 20 because because they have that extra person he kept coming in, maybe they can afford to go, all right, Burgess, we'll give you the first 20, we'll bring you off and then we'll see how the game goes. Whereas without Kepi, it's like, oh, we kind of need Burgess to play longer minutes and we, don't, we can't let react to the game. Um, their front row rotation, before they signed Kepi, I was a little bit iffy on. Now the fact they've signed Kepi, 
You've got Moali as well, who's only 22 or so years old. I'm really excited to see this front row. What do you reckon, Timmy? Yeah, the, the team largely picks itself in the two spots that you alluded to there. One of the front row spots and Jai Arrow on the edge. I obviously picked this team heavily in conjunction with Matty the Waterboy. And I think I initially had Burgess starting too, but he, he sort of said that Burgess at the back, back end of, or a lot of last season was coming off the bench and they'll probably go with that again. And then the other one was... Is Talis Duncan ready to start on the edge? And it's interesting because Jai Arrow, who played so much middle last year, Talis Duncan in short snippets looked terrific and is more of an edge back rower. With their issues in the middle in the past 12 to 24 months, potentially got Jai Arrow playing on an edge now. So you can probably throw to Maddie for more on it because I know he's a massive Talis fan and wants him on the edge. But how do you see it, Maddie? Yeah, if it's up to me, uh, I'd have Jai Arrow starting prop in the middle with um, Totola and then. Uh, Tommy Burgess coming off the bench and then the rest of the boys can fight it out. But, yeah, maybe it is. Is it too early to start Talis Duncan on the edge? I reckon edge? it's a little bit too early yeah, to start Yeah, it, it possibly is. And also, Talis Duncan, like, he's he's like a... He could be a Cam Murray clone type situation. So mm. if he's coming off the bench, giving Cam Murray a bit of a reprieve in the middle, maybe that's where he does his best work in the middle. So I think that's the way they're going to go, Jairo um, on the edge. But, yeah, if it was up to me, if it was, like... I think he's a stronger middle, personally. Um, but maybe that's what's best for the team, him to play edge. I don't mind Jai Arrow on the edge because what it can do is is you can give Cam Murray a rest on the edge at times, bring Jai Arrow in at 13 and play like a third front rower and get through the... Because like, that's like the one reason I'd assume Arrow doesn't like playing on the edge because he loves that shit. He loves being in there, taking the tough carries, doing the tough stuff. And we spoke about it last year, but... And, you know, some people were a bit like, oh, come on, Kempe, he struggled on the edge under Wayne. But then we saw how well he played on the edge for Australia. I just want Kim Murray on the edge because it's it's similar-ish to the hooker argument of I don't want him working himself to a standstill every single game. I just don't know how you can keep that up for the next 10 years of your career. Similar to the um, Jake Trevojevic situation, Kim Murray has so much to offer in attack you don't want to dull the blade by making him doing the shit stuff. We know he does the shit stuff. That's what makes him so great. But there are other players in this team that don't offer as much in attack that can do the shit stuff so that he can be at his most, at his best version of himself when the attacking stuff needs to happen. Um, I agree with you guys about Talos Duncan that maybe it is a little bit too soon. I want to see him in the back row, uh, but he might, might be a little bit too raw. I'm okay with starting Jair on the edge, but I would have a plan that by come finals time, I get another 15, 20 games under the belt of Talis Duncan, and by that point, he'd be ready to start Because then your the forward pack becomes stacked. Then um, you get Jair yeah. into the middle. Yeah. If Talis Duncan can hit the heights that we're hoping of and expecting of him, it was last year, did he make like line breaks off two? Twice off the kickoff or something. It was I, ridiculous. I, I think he can start on an edge round one. Well, yeah. I genuinely think he can. So you, you would start him on the edge? I I would, but I I understand where you guys are coming from that maybe he is too raw and maybe it is too much too early. Um, take Jackson Ford, for example. We spoke about him, you know, the first 10 weeks. We're going, oh, my God, he's braining it in the second round. We got to round 20. Because, like, the way I would see it, and I know you're already alluding to this, if you're here to win a comp, you want Talisantin peaking yes. when the grand final... Which is why I'd be more than happy to start with Jaya on the edge. Yep. But they plan to tell us, Duncan, hey, get another 15 games under your belt, preparing yourself, because when Origin's done, we want you starting on that edge. Guru, it's a rare occasion where I agree with you, and I, I, I <laughs> do agree. I want to see Talis Duncan on the edge for sure. Oh, I prefer Jai Arrow as a middle. You know, we've said that they've had 
you know, a bit weak through the middle in recent years. I love Arrow to solidify that. Obviously, it's pressure on Talis Dungan to deliver, but from what we've seen so far, he can definitely do that. So, but... For all those reasons you boys listed in, the longevity of the season, a young bloke, you know, you don't have to rush him into it. In the Sydney Roosters junior, I believe, Talis Duncan, so yep. Bunnies poached him. Did he did he shred through juniors and kill it? Or? Yeah, he was like very young, Harold Matson, all that. He was, I'm not sure if you remember, but there was a big highlights package that came out of him putting on monster hits a couple oh. of years ago. That was from Roosters. Uh, is he, is he named after Talis, Gordon Talis? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Al Dente. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's rugby league, baby. It is. That's rugby rugby league. Um, How good would it be when we have Talos and Lazarus running around? Oh, stop it. Stop it. Uh another what's exciting as well for we've already got the big names in the Rabido side. But if Moali and Talos Duncan hit their straps this year, then all of a sudden it turns into like genuine one to seventeen premiership, ready to go. Like then you've got Mamazolas coming through that he could win that 14 jersey by the end of the year. I would actually even see how he goes in the trials and maybe he does pip Havili to get that 14 jersey. Now, right now, if I was going to select a side, at a, probably just uh, safe, a safe bet, you'd put Havili there just from his defensive, because you know defensively he's going to be strong. Um, whereas if he goes well in the trials and that rotation with Cook really works, it's like, imagine a world where... Uh, Mama Zealous opens up a new dimension to Cookie. You know what I mean? Like, imagine that happens. Yep. Then all of a sudden, Cookie goes back to... You know, I wouldn't say back to, because he's still being good. Like, But a few years ago, where his running game was unbelievable. Um, if he could go back to that, because he has someone that could come on and help him, that's huge. Now, he really could do that, maybe. I, but, I, I, yeah. I don't I don't think... And it's, it's a shame for poor old Sneaky Pete, but I don't think he's the right move for 14 when you've got Havili. Mm. I just think like covers like how many minutes is Mamazelos going to play at fourteen and, and like play off the bench anyway when you've got the Origin number nine in Damian Cook there like he might come on and play twenty minutes maybe fifteen minutes it could be super effective don't get me wrong but you've got Havili who can already do that and be another very handy middle forward for them mm. I just don't think you need Mamazelos and I think it's it's not harsh on him it's just the way I, I think he's the best makeup for that bench yeah fair. Yeah. I honestly think Havili is one of the most underrated players in this comp, mm. what he does. Like, when he comes on, um, they can't put him on his back. Mm. They can't tackle him. He's got offloads left, right and centre. He can jump in at nine. I agree with you. I think them signing Mamazellis on a three-year deal might signal that he could get that 14 mm. jersey. He might. But if I was picking this team, I would have Havili just because he offers so much. Yeah, you, I, think it, I think it's my bias towards two hookers. Like, I froth it so hard. Like, just yeah. seeing what Benny Hunt and Grant did – and the craftiness around hooker for 80 minutes. Like, for 80 minutes, you've got to deal with a top-tier hooker. But I, as I said, I get where he's coming from. Havili, he's, he's uh, versatile. He can play anywhere in the forwards, essentially. Offers a very different type of game than Pete Wood uh, and also Cookie. Um, I think it's a decision you can't go wrong with. You, re you really could. Because yeah. yeah. you're building towards the future. Great in problem to have. Um, and what it does is it puts pressure on Havili that... Before, it was kind of like, who else can have that 14 jersey? Like, it's, it's basically he's got a mortgage on it. Now, it's like, you have a few bad games, and we're going to try the youngster. youngster. We've got every reason to try him, which is going to bring the best out in Havili. The and best out in him. Look at more of depth. To about the back line and Jack Whiten coming in, Isaiah Tass isn't going to get a run. He will win Jack's, while Jack's suspended. But Isaac Thompson has shown plenty of promise. It's, 
it is an incredible roster. Are we? Are we fully? I mean, I know that a pretty, Rabos have pretty much already come out and said that he's going to play centre. But are we fully sold that you wouldn't put Jackie Boy on an edge? Oh, I've been sold since day one. Yeah. Yep. As in, you don't like it? Yeah, I'm, he's a centre for me. Centre. Centre? Oh, I still see the upside in him playing back row, but they've basically said he's centre, so I've kind of... Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I, I just... I'd love to see it. Just give oh, him four I'd love or five to games. see it. Yeah. Because... Uh, yeah. Do you think Munro is a, is a guarantee over Tass on no. that sting? No. Okay. I'd go Tass. you go when, Tass? When Jack's back available. Oh, well... Jack's back round three? Yep. Yeah, I think I would still go Tass once he returns on that wing. Really? I'd give Ty some... Yeah. Uh, I love Ty, as you guys all know. He's got a lot of upside, but I think they need to be patient with him. Yeah. There was a lot of things in his game last year that he's still got to improve on. The one thing I will... Yeah, like, you, you do then have... You've got pretty small wingers in Alex Johnston and if they go with Munro, and the trail's not known for necessarily... Tons and tons of yardies coming out of your own end, so I do get it there. Um, I'm not locked into Munro. I would go Munro. I would be saying uh, Munro and Talis Duncan. Our plan is for finals. You're both in the starting side. Okay. We need to work you towards okay, that. So though. work you towards that that kind of season. I'd be saying to Isaiah Tass, we've got him in mind. Let's see what you can do. Um, speaking of that, Timmy, if there is one weakness in this side, and they make up for it a bit with Campbell Graham, and if Jackie's on the field, just coming out of their own end. Don't have the same punch as some of the top, top tier clubs, you know, like obviously Panthers, Broncos to a degree. Um, but Campbell Graham and Jackie White at their best can probably make up for that. On paper, I completely agree with you, but it seemingly has never been an issue for them. Because yeah, they're just so silky when they yeah, get the, like, like They can create space without the physicality. Like right? AJ's going to, you know, probably finish this season the greatest try score we've ever seen. He's not great coming out of his own end, and it seemingly has never mattered. We all, yeah. you know, everyone wants to give shit to Latrell because he doesn't come out of his own end. Who's doing it? Yeah. They're managing to get out of there. Well, I swear, Campbell Graham, I feel like he takes bloody 20 yeah, hit-ups. Campbell Graham's set. an absolute maniac. Jack's going to be sensational. And I, I like Tass out of his own end, too. Tass is great out of yeah. his own end. Great. So that might actually pip him over time. I think it'll initially. be big, yeah. Um, what do you reckon, Hammy, about the the, uh, the Rabbitohs? Well, the the partner's actually pretty keen on the Rabbitohs. Okay. Uh, last year, obviously, they were there in what first spot after about 10 rounds and then mm. just fell off a cliff. Um, they're the second best back team to win the minor premiership at, at 12 bucks. Panthers number one? No, no. Nah. Really? In fact, we've, we've already covered oh, the other team. Nah, it is early. There's obviously a few weeks to go. The Warriors at $18, actually the best back. That's going to be a country because they've got a country uh, That's what on. I think. Yeah. That's, that's my thinking there. But um, there's a little bit of interest around uh, around the Bunnies. Nine Warriors bucks, to win the minor prem. That's crazy. Nine bucks to win the, the comp, the Bunnies, as well. Uh, that would be arguably, if they win the minor premiership, that's the greatest thing ever in rugby league. That would be fucking so good. The Warriors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Warriors. Yeah. Bunnies are nine bucks to win the comp. They are. That's yep. a lot of value. Hey, Hammy, um, Timmy just asked me, what's AJ for top try scorer for South Sydney? Uh, <laughs> for South Sydney, dollar mm. twenty-five. One of, uh, so there you go. That's right in your sort of you. hitting zone there, Timmy. <laughs> Actually, Timmy asked me as well, what's Raiders to win the spoon? <laughs> we're, we're getting there. Hammy, getting there <laughs> hey, what's our guru to get a black eye? <laughs> Market suspended. But top... top Try score for the comp. Um, he's seven dollars there, AJ, and we know he's you know he's got a very good strike rate there as well. So okay. look, I, I think me personally, I think they get back into the eight. Um, don't think they can win the comp. Don't think they win the minor premiership. But uh, yeah, there's a few. Be interesting to see how much Jack White impacts his try scoring this year. As far mm. as Jack being just, if I've got Jack, I want him just to run the fucking yeah. ball. Um, but you might find that because Jack's so dangerous, there he draws in more players. Does Campbell go to the other up. side, maybe? 
Could, no, could you see I, him swapping? I reckon they'll want him on Cody's edge. Yeah. I think they'll stat that left edge. And there's also going to be, at the end of this season, there could be one of the all-time... Like, Jackie Wine's defensive highlights, there's going to be... The highlight reel could be enormous. Oh, because yeah. when he's flying in from centre to shut down a backline yeah. movement, he oh. is going to wail on some poor moments. Yeah. Hey, what's um, what's uh, Jackie White getting... What's he paying to get suspended for six weeks? <laughs> Depends how... I mean, I'm sure he'll be hungry for this season <laughs> once again. Um, <laughs> but you laughed at that last year, Matty. Why are you laughing at that? <laughs> hey, uh, what, what can I get for Campbell Graham, top try scorer for South Sydney? 13 bucks. Okay, okay. Um, uh, another person we've got to speak about just quickly, Lockie Ellis. Mm. In for a huge... Well, he's got to have a huge year. I think that they're... Would be a little bit of pressure with Hawking. Um, is it Haw- it's Hawking or Hawkins? Hawkins. Hawkins. Footy Dane. Um, <laughs> um, I think that uh, you know winning the Interstate Cup and the New South Wales Cup, uh, leading his team to doing that. I think that would put a bit of pressure on Ilias after having um, a quiet year. Now, yep. to be fair, Ilias has led a team to a prelim, so in the NRL. Uh, but with both players being so young, it's the argument of well, Lockie Ilias is. So young, we've got the next 10 years with him, so maybe we'll take some quiet performances because we're looking towards the future. Well, Hawkins is also young, so that argument kind of goes out the window. So the first 10 rounds are going to be really telling us to where they may end up, Elias and Hawkins, by the end of the year. And I also think there's another guy in the squad that's going to become really relevant over the next few years, Jai Gray, mm. who I reckon could be the best out of all three of them. So Half we're in a good little spot. Halfback 5'8". Yeah, bit of a and smaller body. And they've also body. got the Tongan... Yeah, they got Dion as well. Dion yeah, as well. Development. So they are in a very good spot as far as halves go, South Sydney. Far out. Very exciting. Um, I've got them top four. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, three to six for me. I've got them second. So, we'll, yeah, we'll go oh. top four. Uh, I've got them three to six. Uh, they're my second flatly. Five to eight. Okay, second yep. flatly. The, other, the other one on it, I think four guys to play in. He stays fit. He's bromance with Jackie White and brings out the best of him. Latrell Mitchell, Dalliam, huge chance. Oh, what's he paying? Can you get that all? We'll keep Can't bet on the Dalliam. Oh, because of some idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Got to ruin the party for everyone, you know? Apologies. When it wasn't me, I wasn't here. Yeah. <laughs> When Trell is in a good mood and in form... It wasn't, wasn't me. <laughs> like we were sitting here going, bloody hell, honey. You ruined the Dalliams. Despite there being stars across this lineup, which often doesn't lend itself well to Dalliam votes because they're so shared, when the Trell's on, he racks up just three after three, or nowadays six after six after six. Mate. So he could be Dalliam medal winner. I, if he stays injury-free this year... <laughs> stop the press. Stop the press. Um, okay. Rabbitohs. Done and deuced Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. 
flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.